the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Oh. Yo, 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 whoa, 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 what's new, pussycat, whoa, 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 what's new, pussycats, it's the Latinos Out Loud podcast, what's up, y'all know me, no, okay, hi, I'm Rachel La Loca, uh, that is the government, no, it's not, um, <laughs> hi, just Rachel, hi, it's so good to be here, um, yo, eloeleros, when I have friends on the podcast, well, everybody's a friend, but like, when I have a friend who's here that has been a friend of mine for years, I just get so excited, jovial, happy, proud, and that is, those are all the adjectives that I'd like to describe this guest with. Um, she's also proud, she's doing it for Nuestra Cultura. Please put your hands together for playwright and producer Paola Paisoto, Dominican Pie, as she's known in the streets, all right? <laughs> Google that, Dominican Pie. <laughs> Which actually, like, what is Dominican pie? As a friend of yours, could you let everybody know where that came from? Um, oh, well, it came from uh, the nickname becoming pie because nobody says Paola. Um, or not not everybody says Paola. A lot of people say, like, Paola. And then from Paola. <laughs> or it, Paola. Or if, Paola. You know what I'm saying? If you're in the radio business. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And from there to pie. And then it's like, I'm not American, I'm Dominican. So now we have Dominican pie. I love it. See, like, one would think that there's some sort of, you know, sweet Dominican pie that uh, you actually, oh, you're very sweet. So, yeah, you kind of are like a Dominican pie. But we don't really make pies, Dominicans. We make Patelon. cakes. Yeah, right? Patelon. But, but that's not really sweet. It's more like a, a shepherd pie. Which is interesting. Yeah, yeah, Dominicans, we don't do, like, you know, apple pie or, like, well, we do well, do it. But you know it's not what? Like I think I figured it out. The stove. You're in DR. It's 900 <laughs> it's degrees. It's too hot to make no pumpkin pie. And First of all, then... there's no calabaza in Dominican Republic. That shit got to be imported and shit. <laughs> Dominican pie. Okay, well, you're serving up some sweet pie for all of us here in the theater world in New York City. So tell us about Las Sosa Sisters and congratulations on your artist residence with the Oye Group. I said a lot right now. Please elaborate for the Eloeleros <laughs> on what all of that means. Um... Yeah, well, La Sosa Sisters is a, a kind of um, semi-autobiographical piece. Um, it's it's a l mostly about my family and mm. um, specifically the women in my family. So mm. my mother, my tias. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to spend a lot of time with um, abuelita, pero um, I really wanted to make sure that I... Um, that I try to capture what I feel is the essence of like both the wonderfulness and <laughs> sometimes the downside of having a Dominican mother, mm. um, which is like a lot of a lot of food. Um, that's the way my mom shows love is like she has to feed us. Yeah. Um, and then also a lot of like judgment and criticism. Listen, I'm still trying to get order for my eating disorder that came from all those, you know, lleno platos that like, lo plato lleno, okay, you have to eat everything on your plate. Pero te lo tienes que comer todo. Tú te vas a comer todo. Es falta respeto, si no. 
You know what I'm saying? Tu abuela estaba cocinando por horas, you know, making the pastelón de yes. arroz. And what you gonna do? You're gonna leave half of it on the plate? Okay. Exactly. Even though it's a little mountain, and I'm like, this is big. Like, this is supposed to be my meal for the whole day. Anybody counting calories in this Dominican household <laughs> right now? Anybody got a food scale real quick? It's not quick. even like the calories. It's just like, it's too much. Like, it's why? Cantidad. Um, yeah. But I really, um, yeah, so I really wanted to be able to capture that and, and this feeling that um, my mom is going to haunt me even when she's dead. Like, she's going to be with me even when she's dead. Um, and then what does it mean to be a sister? Um, what does it mean to be family when you're immigrants and you're, most of your family is in a completely different country um, that you can't just, like, have the money to be like, I'm going to come see you next, you know, um, the next break. So it's just that, like, what does it mean to be family when you're separated by space and time? Mm. Um, and, and what does it mean um, when, as family, we, we keep things from each other? Um, things that are really important. Secrets. Um, and the For secrets, no yes. And then, of course, like, um, when somebody passes away and you have to go through their things, that's when you find out, like, oh, pero yo no sabía. Like, mm. you had you had another. I found um, my mother's alive and well, uh, but I do, I was super nosy when I was younger, so I would go through her stuff. I think trying to get to know my mother, besides the the woman that I that I knew, and I found love letters from a man that wasn't my father, and Juicy. I was like. <gasps> You oh, have? Ferrate, let me flip my brain to the other side. Wait, what? Like, you had another love? Like, who loved you enough to write it down on, on like, a letter and give it to you? This is so romantic. I my know. heart is, like, fluttering right now. Yes. Tell me about the content of these notes. No, it was just, like, how, like, I love you. You're beautiful. I love spending time with you. I want to be able to spend more time. With, like, just really regular, you know, and some muela, because I, I feel like he was Dominican, because there was a lot of, like, sweetness in it, right? A lot of, like, pero tú eres bellosa, yo, yo, yo amo pasando tiempo contigo, like, all of these things, Tanta which I love. yo sin frenos. <laughs> That's one of my favorites, by the way. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. The piropo, keep them coming, Dominicans, keep them coming. I love it. Um, I love it. It, it definitely uh, brings you up. So, so yeah, so from there, um, it really was just about, and now I think uh, it's really about trying to make sure that the play itself is the best that it can be before it even hits a stage. What does that mean? The best for that me, it can be for you, exactly. Yeah, for me, which is why I decided to go to school for playwriting, is I feel like it always starts with the story. It Columbia University, by the way. <laughs> can I just state that for the record? Um, she said school as if it weren't an Ivy League. <laughs> Columbia. Columbia, not the country, but university, okay? <laughs> yeah, y'all, um, yeah, but school Proud of the arts. Girl. So I don't know what that means. Oh, no, let's not diminish. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's not diminish. Okay, please oh, continue. Thank you. I appreciate that. Come um, on, son. I love my brilliant friends. I mean, all of them are brilliant, but you are very, just, I'm going to stop, but you yeah. are the truth. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so it just started with, like, um, it was the play that got me into the school, that got me into Columbia. You don't say. Yeah. It um, was a writing sample that you had put together? Yeah, because when you apply to the graduate programs for writing, you have to, your application is really your piece. Y'all heard that graduate program? Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, I, it took me a really long time, um, but I needed to have just like a couple of years to focus on playwriting. 
instead of working. Because if like you're working full time, I know they say 40 hours, but it's really 60. Word. Um, and I or used to more. work at Juilliard, so it was really 60 sometimes. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so... You're dropping these very prestigious names right now, Juilliard. I just yes. want to emphasize, okay? I'm like the echo. I'm not the host. I'm just the echo. Um, no, but yeah, so it was super, like... Um, it's crazy trying to juggle that, like, full-time life and have the energy and time to write. And I just want to tell the Eloeleros that you also made time for the Latinos Out Loud podcast and serving as producer for a really long time. And I just wanna give you some flores right now for that, because anybody who has added to this pie, <laughs> we're just gonna continue <laughs> that. Anyone who's added ingredients to this Latinos Out Loud dessert, uh, it just does not go unnoticed to me. You added such a, so many key, important, sweet, delicious ingredients, and you continue to, and I love you for that, thank you. Yeah, no, I loved being able to work with you um, to like the the premiere of the of the documentary at um, um, downtown in Manhattan. I can't remember the, in the Bowery Hotel. Oh my gosh, that was so cool. Do you remember that? Um, that was really super dope. And then like uh, the the Blue Beetle. Um, the screening of the Blue screening, Beetle that we just that went was to. So Let's much talk about it. That was so cool. Um, one, like, go see it. It's really, it, it is really a beautiful, heartwarming film. Yeah. And you should go see it with your kids. Yeah. Um, with, like, your teenagers. Because I think um, it's really made for them. Yeah. Um, but we get so much joy out, out of it. Um, George Lopez was amazing. Nailed it, right? Um, the... the Oh my, the entire cast, yeah. the sister, the everyone was really incredible. So much abuelita. fun. Yeah, abuelita. And yeah, and being able to um to kind of take that synergy and like us, you know, once again as as Latinos out loud, trying to make sure that we are promoting um what the Latin community, Latino, Latina, Latin, Latinx, whatever you prefer. Um it's just important that we um that there's a platform because if there's not a platform, then people think that we don't exist or we only exist the way the media portrays us, which is um, in really kind of like the worst of the worst and not really being able to give us space um, to show what we can do that is beautiful and heartwarming and about building community. Exactly. So, yeah, so it's been so much for fun working with LL. It's so great that you guys are now in this new space with this new like recording studio, um, and I'm excited to see what happens next. You Me know? too. Yeah. Me too. Um, it's such a journey, you know. Yeah, always. This process yes. is just so not overnight. It's not even funny. It's like, it's yes. like sands on the hourglass. <laughs> so are the days of our lives. That was how that so Barbara yes, and opened. The days are long. The, and days the days are, are long. really long. The nights are just even longer. Yeah, uh, <laughs> torture sometimes when you're writing through the wee hours of the night. And I want to talk yeah, about your I, um, process. Yeah, Tell so us. the process for me in terms of writing is um, I write when I can. I, you know, I I come from uh, a family that doesn't have a lot of money. Uh, and we were in poverty. Literally, we were like in the poverty line when I first came to the U.S. Um and so, like, I have to figure out how to make a living, right? Like, yeah. I have to figure out how am I going to pay the bills? How am I, go how am I going to pay rent? Um, 
AT&T sucks, but they demand their money every month. Mm -hmm. Damn them. Mm -hmm. um. And forget it. Listen, I'm on to you, AT&T. I see that when I don't pay my bill on time, my service diminishes a little bit. I get a little less 5G. All of a sudden, it's like 4G, 3G, 2G. LTE? The more days what the that heck goes is LTE? on. Light? That means you're not paying your bill. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to shut the lights Late off. Late on your payment. That's, That's what that means. LTE without the A means you're late on your payment and AT&T going to cut your shit off. So no WhatsApp, no nothing, okay? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's gone from, from that to like, to just then finding time, right? So yeah. sometimes I'll write until three o'clock in the morning. Um, sometimes I wake up early so that I have enough energy and spend like at least two or three hours writing. So clusters at a time. Yeah, chunks exactly. at a time. Yes. Um, and, you know, and I'm a very slow writer. So it takes me years. Like I've been working on this play for over six years at this point. Wow. Um, and because it just takes time for me. Mm -hmm. And I think some stuff, like I always say, like some things can't be written until they happen. So there's just things where it's like, oh, this is what I'm missing from the piece. Yeah. Um, and now with this process, I'm just trying to being able to be uh, to have a 29 hour workshop with a reading means that like for a week I'm in the space with actors Ooh, for intense. yes, with having them read it. And so like that to me is really when you start to do um, like this new phase of the work which is more listening, more figuring out what it is that you're missing, where you want it to go. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so for that reason, it just, like, it will take me three, four, five years just to get, like, even to get to, like, a, oh, like, this is a, a draft that I can share. I love talking about this. We just had H. Alberto, the writer mm -hmm. and director of Dante and Aristotle, Discover Secrets of the Universe. Um, I'm very proud that I nail that title. Yeah. Every time I say it, I practice it in the mirror for a long time, the night before the interview. Um, and she was telling us that her process was nine years for the film. Yeah. So at first, she read a book that inspired mm -hmm. her, wrote, adapted it, wrote the screenplay, presented the screenplay to the author. Yeah. The author was like, I love it. You have the rights. Boom. Now it's a film in theaters produced by Trepa Studios, Eugenio Derbez, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Eva Longoria. Check out that episode, Eloelero's BT Dubs. Um, but the process, we talked about John Leguizamo's process, his one-man shows take like a decade. Yes. So all of this stuff to say, like, the process is your own. Mm -hmm. yes. yes. But one thing to note is that patience is involved here. Oh, my goodness, yes. How do you find all the patience? Oh. How do you... Go to sleep at night knowing that, okay, this is going to be up on its feet in a few weeks, but it's going to be a long time coming. There are going to be rewrites. Yes. There's going to be a recast. There's going to be maybe off-Broadway. I mean, you know, what's that like for you mentally, and how do you overcome that? Um, well, I'm, I'm an a A-type personality and a Capricorn, so I think that, like, I am very much goal-oriented uh -huh. as a person. Uh -huh. um, and so, yeah, and I'm meticulous. Like, I Ooh. I will, like, write something over and over again until I feel that it's it's correct where it needs to be. Um, so it takes a lot of time, which means that there is patience. Uh, the writing doesn't come. You know, you sit down and nada. What happens at that moment? Are you, do you, like, okay, I'm going to draw the parallel to my experience. Mm -hmm. When nothing is coming out mm -hmm. and the joke is just not funny, mm -hmm. 
I, I get frustrated. I, I question myself. I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing for a living if I can't even write this cockamamie joke? Am I a comedian? Who am I? Or am I just a wannabe comedian? Have I established myself as a comedian? Can I call myself a comedian on my Instagram page? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? That's my process. All these voices in yes. my head are like fighting each other. Like, you're good enough. You're not good enough. You're great. What are you talking about? You're amazing. You're the best. And like, ha ah. ha Literally, yes. Does that yes, happen to you? Me. That <laughs> happens to me all the time. I really, um, that voice in my head is my mother. Oh, so um, it's in Spanish. So it's in Spanish. <laughs> and doesn't, and doesn't, um, and doesn't understand why I decided at 13 that I wanted to do theater. Mm, um, tell us about that. Yeah, no, it's just like, you know, I think once again, a Dominican immigrant mother, that means that I brought you here to get an education so you can get a good job. And theater does not offer good jobs and doesn't pay a living wage. It doesn't. Theater really has a, a you do it for the love. And then every once in a while, you may get a check. Right. Um, can I pause real quick mm -hmm. on that? Theater in the Dominican Republic is not what theater is in the United States, right? So there's this generational yeah. view uh, and maybe this misunderstanding. Also, theater in, in the DR is super white supremacist. So like, if you go there and you see a lot of the shows are mostly um, light-skinned Dominicans. Mm. Um, problem. Warning. You, which warning, is the same problem that alert. we have. Yeah, which is the same problem that we have here in America. Like, it's not really that different. Um, I just think that um, there have been hard fought, like, battles before we arrived of cultures and groups going, like, we need to fund the arts. If yeah. we don't fund the arts, like, what is the point of being a country? And it's true. Like, I think without the arts, the arts makes everything better, whether that is writing or, or my God, um, of visual arts. Yeah, and and music, whatever it may be. Um, I just think that, like, I'm a better human being. Um, and I know this because I suffered from depression and anxiety and got it very, very bad when I wasn't able to do theater at all. So I need a creative outlet because if not, then, like, my spirit literally starts to... Thank you Die. for sharing that with yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's true though. I don't. Um, also, like, I think most playwrights I know have some form of like mental health thing going on. Um, a lot of them do, have therapy. Um, I had this amazing professor who like really was honest and, and forthright with us about the fact that she is in therapy, and I think that for me helped to really kind of be like, this is not like you know, I go get checked. I check my teeth every. Every year, you got some every great pearly white. Thank you. You got some great teeth. Guys, um, in case you're not seeing them, <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Um, but you know, so so I should be doing the same thing with my brain. Like, yeah. there's a lot going on in there. It doesn't shut off. I do have uh, trouble sleeping. That's why, like, I do write a lot. Hello. Um, but you know, once again, it's all I think. You know, part of like being an immigrant coming from like poverty in in what's called a third world country, even though it's not, we all live in one world, it's just another country. Mm. Um, but coming from there and living in poverty there and then living in poverty in America, especially New York City, where there's so much wealth um, and all the trauma of like growing up as a woman, I think if, you know, I think it does a number on you. I don't think that there's any way that it wouldn't. But what a blessing it is to be an artist and to be able to take all of that 
and to redirect, yes. to reroute it, mm -hmm. and put it towards a project that will educate and entertain. Yes. I want to thank you for putting your family's story out there. Yeah. Uh, what was it like digging into that, rewriting history in your own words? Mm -hmm. uh, talk about any traumas that you may have yeah. had to written about? I mean, I think the play is about trauma and how we pass it down from one generation to the next. Mm -hmm. And how when we think we're doing the best for what we think is the best for our family, um, may actually not be, um, you know? And I think like also like, you know, parents, we're all human beings, we're all trying. There's no manual. Right. It doesn't, like, there's, it, there's billions of books about it, but it's still, there's no like. So many books. Like, Can I just yeah. say the trying to conceive books, you know, that whole like franchise. Yeah. yeah they didn't write in any of those books that my punani was going to turn purple <laughs> during oh pregnancy. God. I wish somebody would have told me that because one day I was well, like, what is this indigo that. punani that I now have? Like, oh yeah, you should change this color. A lot of things change color. I think also with us that are like, you know, have yeah. a um, Caribbean or whatever background, like. I started seeing like spots on my body. I was like, oh, melanin, this is great. I always knew I had it in me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's coming out now in my nipples and my nani. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Oh my God. Um, yeah. And what then, to expect? That's the franchise I was talking yes. about. What to expect when expecting. Um, and yeah, so I just, I just, like now that I'm older, right, I've realized like she was doing her very best and she did a great job. I'm not going to. Um, I don't want to take anything away from the way that I grew up in my family because my family is very, um, we're close. It's a big family, a lot of people, but everyone's um, is very close with each other. And I just, yeah, I just feel like I want to honor that. Um, but there is, of course, trauma involved because I think in living life is traumatic, especially in this kind of society. In the In the societies that we're living in today, I feel like, Oh, yeah, like you're just like my mother grew up with trauma and she tried to do her best mm -hmm. and then she passed it down, you know, as much as she tried. It's like that's what happens. And I think all that we really can do is one, go to therapy, like find a therapist or a psychiatrist. Do you need medication? I'm like whatever is is needed to like help you um, realize that things are not as bad as they seem right. and that sometimes it's us putting that filter of like, oh, that's horrible, that's bad, I shouldn't do that, that, you know. That woe that is me. Yeah, exactly. I think the way that we see things yeah. um, make them worse than they may actually be. Yeah. yeah. So now you're knee deep in this process. Yes. You got a big week coming up next week. Yes. And the week after that. So what can we, the fans, can what can we expect and when can we see this and how can we see Las Sosa Sisters? Um, yeah, so a reading of it is taking place um, on September 15th um, at the Noma Studios, which is located in the United uh, Palace. Shout out to Noma, the Northern Manhattan and Arts, Arts Alliance. Alliance. Thank oh you. God, thank you so much. We love you, um, guys. I was blessed enough to get an uh, individual artist grant for um, f with Las Sosa Sisters, so I that's why we're having the reading. So <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. A grant is good. Yes, it, it's, I mean, literally, um, it's... Like getting a grant or getting anything for what the work that you do is what keeps you going. It's a gift. Um, because if not, otherwise you're like, ay, pero por qué estoy haciendo esto? Like, I'm writing and writing and writing. Right. 
this stuff is never going to see the light of day. And you got to make those phone calls. Could you do this for me for free? Please, I promise to pay you next time. I'll give you a kidney if you want. Exactly. Um, and so now I wanted to like kind of move through the world a little bit different. So like one, make sure that I can pay all my artists. So I'm using the funds to pay all the artists. Yes, to paying um, the artists. Yes. Yes. And to actually pay the actors above rate. Yes, um, to pay the actors. Actors only make $100 a day. For or $175, they're only like a hundred dollars a day for for a week um, of work when it's a reading. Um, that's the standard, which I think is crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so I just like writing, like you know, I think thinking of myself, one, because I've been producing for Latinos Out Loud, really putting that producer's cap on for myself. Because I keep saying, like, I work with all these amazing artists like Lemon Anderson. Shout out to um, Lemon, former guest out. of the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yes. Um, Lee Edward Colston, who graduated, who's an actor that graduated from Juilliard, but is also a playwright and um, a TV writer. Awesome. Um, and so, like, I get to work with all of these amazing people. And, and I keep saying to myself, like, I wish I had a me for me. Because Ooh. like I'm the one that's always like, especially um, I wish working I had with a me lemon. For me too. Yes, it's just that idea of like, I need to be right. Like, I need is me to out there? Me. If me is out there, please, please. call me nine seven eight Latinos. <laughs> I'd love to meet me and do wonderful things with me. Yes, I mean I already do some wonderful things with me uh, on the daily. <laughs> but uh, you know, other wonderful things that I'd like to do with me. So me, holler at me. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. Okay. So it's just that idea of like you know, and I think you know from your time um, at people in Espanol of like you're organized, you're creative, you're goal-oriented, and taking all of those skills and then giving it to another company, yeah. but then not applying it to yourself. Right. And so for now, for me, it's like, okay, I need to be my, I'm, I am my producer. Every playwright is their first producer. You're right. Because you're, you're writing play it. You're playwright. Yeah, exactly. Um, and a producer, <laughs> unpaid, because I'm the one that, like, Gets everyone the and, and brings it yeah, exactly. The phone dispatch. Hello, how yes. may I connect your call? Please hold. Hi, yes. can I make a call? Hi, please. Yeah, like yes. the switchboard the, like, operator. Yeah, what's going on? What's happening with this? What's you know? What's going on with that? So, um, yeah. So then I'm just I'm really trying to apply to a lot of grants because that's the way that artists get money and are able to get money, which is great. May your grants um, be granted. All the time, and you too, love. Thank you. you. I've applied, I'm in, I'm in a whole waiting process right now to see, they said September, I've been uh, glued to my email, <laughs> <laughs> like glued to my inbox, y'all. Like Gmail and I, I'm Rika. just gonna get the Gmail icon yeah. uh, tattooed on my back because yes. we're very close. It. I hope you get it. But just so you know, I think I applied to like 100 things and I got one. In a the, year. Like, that's the way it just... The odds are just... It's just the numbers. Yeah, those are the odds. Um, And you have to keep doing it every year. <laughs> so it feels like I'm applying to graduate school every year. Yeah. Um, Filling out the FAFSA. The f yeah. The freaking FAFSA. Every time. Every every time you apply to a grant, I do feel like you're applying to get into graduate school. Those were some of the worst nights of so. my life. Filling out that FAFSA with my um, Spanish-speaking mother and and when nobody else frustrated father. Yeah, yep. and when nobody else in in your family went to college, so you're the first one. Right, they're like Pell Grant. I don't I don't know what that is. Does it? You know? Yeah, like oh. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so I am I am super happy about the upcoming reading. 
um, the fact that Noma did give me the grant um, to be able to um, to have this reading at Noma at the Noma Studios. So please come check it out. Tell everybody um, where they can follow and cop tickets yes. and follow your career because it's exciting. If if you want to support, come check out my work. Um, one, follow me on social media, um, Dominican Pie. The same social handle across um, all the media. And then also I am a current resident for the year of Oye Group, which is an amazing theater company started by a Dominican and led by a Dominican ooh, artist. Ooh, so Modesto Flaco, um, Flaco uh, is amazing and started this group and 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 this theater company and has been f um, really they have been focused on the work that he does because he's an amazing um, solo performer, poet, and actor. Um, and then now this year he opened it up to to two residents and I'm one of the two. So wow. check out oyegroup.org. Check it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love, love me. the name. Oh, yeah. yeah. We just oh, need yeah. a Mira now because I feel like, oh, yeah, Mira. Like, I feel like that's, that's great. Dominican. And then they can collaborate exactly. and it can be the Oye Mira group. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect, actually. We always love to, like, create. We're, we're like branding geeks. Like, I marketing know. nerds. And marketing nerds of, like, who <laughs> love to be like, this is how you can make your thing better. We've always um, done this, though. Like, just go off on, like, marketing tangents and, like. Oh, like discussions. I love our industry talks, actually. Yes. You're brilliant. That's why Thank I love you. having you brilliant friends. We had so much fun at that screening. Here's Thank to many you. more screenings. Listen, I before we wrap this interview, um, this may or may not be a difficult question for you. I'm not mm -hmm. sure. I just feel like you have been writing and experiencing and re-experiencing things and the trauma you spoke about earlier and you've been doing this for a while you've been producing events you've been going to school for yeah. so long it's so it's so admirable yeah yeah you. you are the eloeleros are listening right now and it's like yo columbia university a dominican from new york mfa for playwriting not yo. law or accounting <laughs> like her mother told her to here's my question to her so, Paola, you're talking to a younger Pai, mm -hmm. a younger Paola. Maybe let's go two decades back, mm -hmm. okay? What are some words of advice that you have for her, knowing what you know now? Um, follow your heart. Follow your spirit. Um, they will never lead you astray. Follow your gut instincts. They'll never lead you astray. Um, if you want to do it, do it. As long as it's not hurting anybody, right? As long as it's not hurting yourself. Like, if this is something that you're passionate about, whatever that may be, whether it is art or whether it is law. Like, you know, whether it's justice or we whether... We need Dominican lawyers. We need Latino yeah, lawyers. We need Latino... We need... Yeah. La um, <laughs> I don't know if we need more Dominican politicians. But even, like, if you want to do, you know, good for the public, um, there's, like, you know... Um, so many ways to contribute, but whatever it is that you want to do, especially as a woman, we're always told that we shouldn't and that we can't and no, and we're policed in a way that uh, that the other gender or different genders are not policed. Um, and so I, for me, I'm always telling like young girls, little girls, like, yo, if you want to do it, do it. Figure out a way to make it happen. Yeah. If you don't live by a theater, Start your own theater company with your friends. Mm -hmm. If not, then like if you can drive to a theater or you have a favorite theater, go to them. Go like, can I get a job here? I've worked and have interned in 
a lot of off-Broadway um, theaters. And yeah, and it got, it really just, I just feel like when you suppress yourself, when like you're not doing what your spirit is telling you to do, um, you're not happy. It's true. I love those words of advice. You know, you could turn your sala into a theater. You could turn your basement yes. into a theater. I've performed in very many basements, asbestos and all, okay? Uh, so I'm not advising that. Kids don't try this at home. But, hey, you can really get your art out there in so many on so many different platforms nowadays. There are keys handed to us on the daily. But you got to open the door, people. You can't just stand there with the keys well, in your hand. Like, which way do I go? Which way do I go? Well, sometimes, as women, I feel like, like the key is is like hid from us, and we got to go find the key. Oh yeah, before but we can even open. We the have door. those skills, ladies. You know, we are detectives. Okay, we know oh how to God. find things, search All and recover time. units. All uh, the search time. and recovery. So, uh, listen, thank you so much for blessing us on the mic because this is like a different facet of our. Dynamic relationship, relationship dynamic I love it. yeah like this is fun actually I love, yes i love being able to bounce off of you i well, i love talking to you period but now that there's microphones in front of us it's kind of cool and kaba's in the building like we're doing this for a show it's so crazy <laughs> like we're just talking like we usually talk but for latinos out loud exactly. that's what this is this is the latinos out loud podcast shout out to paola pai soto please check out la sosa sisters and everything else that this woman is putting out there it's just all fire more fire uh <laughs> trust you me um, you know how I feel about Jamaicans. You know how I feel about Jamaica. We've had this talk as well. And shout out we to that. We have to plan a trip. Yeah, oh, we're going to Jamaica one day. Oh, for sure. And we have to catch up on um, that HBO event that we had fun and met some interesting people at. <laughs> okay, I'll leave it at that. You know my, <laughs> she knows my story well. Hello, Leros, one day we'll talk love on this podcast. One day we'll talk love and relationships. One day. Um, <laughs> on that note, I want to thank you. I want to tell you that I love you. And I want to thank you for putting all that work out there and putting your heart on paper for us. Thank for you. us to receive. And thank you for LOL. It is a wonderful platform. And I just, I can't wait to see it grow to its full, you know, its full size. As your mouth to God's orejas. Come on. LOLeros, thank you so much for watching and listening to another episode of LOL. I hope you LOLed and I hope you L-E-A-R-N-E-D some stuff too. <laughs> um, I love acronyms and spelling things out on this show, if you don't already know. I also love to rhyme. I just did all the time. Okay, we're going to stop. I know, it's nonstop. Okay. How do I turn it off? I don't know. If somebody here knows how to turn it off, let me know. I don't. Uh, and don't. I shall not. I shan't. So it's been another episode. Thanks so much. Check out the others. There's a whole catalog of over 360 episodes for your listening and viewable enjoyment. Um, on that note, please follow us at We Are Latinos Out Loud. Give us a call. It's no big whoop. 978-LATINOS. Uh, if I don't answer, I will check the voicemail. And if it's a good enough voicemail, we'll play it on air. Thanks so much for your support. On that note, we are out. The Latinos Out Loud Podcast. Oh.